0: And it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Welcome, Two Vets Talk Pets fans. This is
1: not episode 41 again, and it's not Dr. Robbie Anton with your usual introduction banter. I am Dr. Lewis Kirkham, and this is episode 43 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. And firstly, I would like to wish all our listeners on behalf of Robbie and myself a happy 2019. And we hope all your pets survive the ruckus of fireworks on New Year's Eve. Robbie and myself are busy in production meetings this week. (laughs) Yeah, as if. Planning for a lock and loaded 2019. We actually do have some great ideas planned for this year, so stay tuned. This week's episode is slightly different in that we thought we we would play an episode from another podcast called That Vet Life, who interviewed Robbie and myself last year. The host, Mariah, is an American who is studying veterinary science in Scotland. Fair to say we brought some Aussie humor and banter to her interview, and I'm not quite sure she was expecting us to both to get so out of hand. Of course, a big thank you to our sponsors, number one, Zilkeen, the anxiety lowering supplement that really works, and I love, for cats and dogs with mild anxieties. Ask your vet or pet shop about it, and tell them Lewis and Robbie sent you for a full 0% discount. Number two is Prime 100 dog and cat foods, which have a large range of single protein diets that are my go-to for any pet with skin or gut issues, but also really tasty food for puppies. So check it out in any good pet food store or your vet. Finally, a big thanks to Insight Mobile Vet Diagnostics run by specialist Dr. Clint Ulderman, who will come out to your vet and provide specialist ultrasound and endoscopic procedures. That's cameras on long, proby looking things, and specialist advice for your unwell pet. Check him out at insightmvd.com.au or Facebook. Also, thank you to our Patreon supporters. And if you'd like to throw some New Year cheer our way, then go to 2vetstalkpets at patreon.com and become a supporter and earn a sticker or a t shirt or a onesie for your fur baby. Okay, so enough of my dulcet tones. Let's roll the tape on our interview with That Vet Life.
2: Welcome to That Vet Life podcast, but don't adjust your podcast device. This is the podcast you were looking for, just a little bit different. G'day listeners, we come from a land down under. Think Jackman or Hemsworth, we'd like to think Chris, but more likely Liam, not Crow, he's from New Zealand anyway. Like the mighty Uluru, which is a big bloody rock that nothing grows on, or the Great Barrier Reef, which was bloody beautiful until it started getting bleached, or even the giant pineapple, which is a big bloody pineapple, we are Australian and we are here to talk to you. Thanks to the most excellent host of that vet podcast, Mariah McCauley, for inviting us onto her show, extending the invitation all the way to the Southern Hemisphere to have a natter with a couple of Aussie vets about the madness they have got themselves into. I am Dr. Robbie Anerton, the current burbler of BS into your ears. And with the much more sane mate, or with my much more sane mate, Dr. Lewis Kirkham, we do a little podcast called Two Vets Talk Pets, where too much talking of pets is barely enough. So take a cue from Paul Hogan, throw another shrimp on the Barbie. By the way, we don't call them shrimp. Cracker Fosters, by the way, we don't drink those. And get comfortable on your banana lounge. We do have those, but most of them are rusted out and are a bugger to use anyway. And let's talk about our vet life. Here's Mariah.
3: I really think you should do every single intro for me from now on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that that pass, passes the test. Is that
3: okay? Oh, that was great. Yeah. And welcome to the podcast, you guys.
1: Welcome. G'day from Australia. It's Dr. Lewis here as well. Lovely. Oh, hey. hey. Love the intro, mate. No you've got the 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 big prawn and the crocodile hunter. We get all the there are stereotypes in there, mate. I reckon. Well, that's right. Yeah, I was going to do the thing about um, yeah, the the, the hopping down the
2: street in the uh, yeah with the kangaroos. I played um a couple of years ago. I went and worked over in England um, and I was playing baseball with uh, some uh, some English kids, and uh, I had them had them convinced. I don't know whether or not you've heard of. Oh, you probably would have heard of neighbours over there in Scotland. Do they do, they, do you ever see neighbours over there, Mariah? Or
3: I think I've heard of it, but I'm probably not as cultured as some others when it comes to Scottishness.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that's I right. It's, a, say, it's an Australian. I would, yeah, oh, I wouldn't say neighbours no. as cultured. Don't worry.
2: No, <laughs> it, it's an Aussie, uh, an Aussie melodrama, right? And um, uh, there was a, um, you know, but it's big in England. And so it said that. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what's the. Um, I do this on our podcast as well. I start going into a story and I forget all about it. Um say like I said that oh, we, uh, I used to go to school with uh, with uh, Kylie Minogue, they go, oh, did you really? I go, Well, no, of course I didn't, you know. <laughs> oh, when we go to school, there's kangaroos jumping around out in the yard. Is there really? No, of course it's
1: not. We live where we go to live in suburbia. Anyway, so there we go. Yeah, you know, I might have to jump away from the podcast, but I have just got a snake around my ankles. Just hang on a sec, everyone. Just give us a minute. Oh, Crikey.
3: <laughs> crikey <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like why go to Australia? <laughs> everything can try to kill you. There's snakes everywhere and spiders and ugh.
1: <laughs> yes. Well, we discussed them on a podcast. What did we have last week, mate? Rabbit wombats, wasn't it? And mobile yeah, phone yeah. stealing. Mobile phone stealing dingoes. They're all out there. That's right. And the, and even the platypus. The platypus has venom in its little spurs
2: that you know on the uh, on its heels. You know everything. Even the egg laying mammals. They're trying to they're they're trying to kill you. It's nuts.
3: So why would you even go to Australia then?
1: Oh, because we're here.
3: That's right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Reasonable start. Yeah. Cool. Well, we will start to roll into things. And of course, you guys have already done a wonderful job of introducing yourselves. But um, what we have today is Dr. Robbie Anderton and Dr. Lewis Kirkham, who are two veterinarians from Australia, as you can gather thus far. And of course, like <laughs> I basically usually <laughs> start the podcast by opening the books up to our guests and just kind of give us a little bit of a background of who you are, where did you study, and how have you gotten to where you are now? So, who wants to go first?
1: Shoot, Lewis. Uh, me. All right. So, yeah, my mate, name. Yeah. All right. I'm up. Uh, uh, Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Um, I graduated from the University of Melbourne in Australia in uh, 1999. Um, since the then, old I've, bugger, yeah, uh, easy on Tiger, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and since then I've uh, I've done a further degree in animal behaviour. Um, so my um my uh, fetish, shall we say, is animal behaviour. Um, and uh, and I've written a couple of books. Um, one book called Get the Plug in, uh, in now. Get the Plug In. Yeah, good idea. Thanks, mate. Thanks for the tip, Robbie. Yeah, go uh, for called, it. <laughs> uh, called Tell Your Dog You're Pregnant. An essential guide for dog owners who are expecting a baby, um, and also I've got a cat version of that called "Tell Your Cat You're Pregnant," an essential guide for cat owners who are expecting a baby. Um, and I, uh, I've worked in both the UK, so I've worked out your way a little bit more, um, and uh, and now I work in uh, Melbourne in a uh, cat and dog or oh, well, small animal only clinic. Um, uh, and also I've got the book business um, and do some behavior stuff. And um, I like long walks along the beach, uh, hot air balloon rides, uh, long candlelit dinners. Uh, how's that go? Sum me up?
3: Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. So how did you, what was the inspiration for writing a book about like explaining, well not explaining, but like um, adjusting an animal to pregnancy?
1: Yeah, so I was doing a lot of uh, house calls, I'd going around to people's houses um, and I was seeing a lot of people that... Um, essentially had a six-month-old baby and they're having some problems with their dog or their cat. Um, and I thought, you know, I had a bit of a handout and then uh, and then I thought, oh, that's not enough. There's nothing really out there. So I wrote, extended that a bit further. And then actually my first daughter was born um, and I had the idea, I thought I might follow my wife around and, and my and, and my first daughter and, and record all those sounds. And so I got a CD from that and then I had a bit of spare time and I thought, why not write a book? So I wrote a book and it's got a CD of all my daughter's baby sounds with it. Um, and that, so that's really how it came about. Um, and now it's it's available everywhere. So um, all good bookstores um, and Amazon.
3: All right. That's a really good place to find it then. So good Robbie, plug too. <laughs> Robbie, do we want to hand it over <laughs> to you and talk a little bit about your Education and how you got to where you are.
2: Yeah, yeah, thanks. Um, so uh, I graduated from uh, University of Melbourne as well. Uh, in two thousand and one. So you know, I was uh, I was a bit more bugger. this century than yeah, that's right, mate. That's why I've still got more, <laughs> more hair than you, Lewis. You know, I got a couple of years to catch up with you, but you know, you're combing <laughs> it over, mate. You're hiding it. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm not hiding it very well though. You know. Um. So uh. So you yeah, graduated in uh, in two thousand and one. Worked mixed practice initially. Went and worked over in England for two years and then uh, came, back to, uh, came back to Melbourne and then just started working small animals. And um, so I did uh, my memberships in small animal medicine uh, and uh, yeah, work in a suburban clinic in, uh, in Mount Waverley here in Melbourne. I'm a practice owner as well as uh, a dad and a, and a sometimes baseballer and uh, now podcaster.
3: That sounds like a pretty varied CV right there. And which one of you was it? Oh yeah, you said you were in. You had a link to Scottish caber tossing. Like, where did that come from?
2: Oh, don't ask Lewis. about that. this. Could be inappropriate. Hang on, do you want to put an edit Robbie point Robbie. in here, Mariah? It's...
1: <laughs> that's Robbie. Yeah, you know, he loves baseball and and caver tossing, mate. Come on, don't be, don't be, uh, don't be shy, mate. Tell us all about it. <laughs> There's a bit of a stitch did you up seriously
2: try and throw me under the bus about <laughs> caver caber Yeah, oh, gee whiz. <laughs>
3: It's on here on the Come bio. On, and of <laughs> it's not something everyone does every day. <laughs> I've yet to even see it while being over
1: here. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. You've got to get out of it. You're studying too much, more. I guess.
3: Isn't so. there
2: the um the isn't there the thing of where in Scotland they have the the annual cheese running festival? Where they roll the cheese down the big hill.
3: I have. Is no that is that idea. in Scotland? I actually have no you idea. Have, I'd have to look that up.
1: Yeah, people yeah. get seriously injured doing that. They break legs. They're like, there's full, you know, spinal injuries. It's insane. It's So good. How do you yeah. not know about it? That's amazing. Check it out. Check it out on YouTube. You
2: yeah, know, I'm surprised they let you in the country. They don't let you into Australia unless they are unless you can answer questions about test cricket and stuff. So you know, or that, well, or that, that's that's part of be the able to
3: get into Australia because I really know very little about cricket.
2: Uh, that's all right. Neither do most Australians. But unfortunately, there's a uh, oh, let's let's not get politi- political talking <laughs> about uh, you know. The uh, yeah, the, the current state of our uh, immigration policies, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: since we're jumping
2: the gun... A, that, this is the wrong podcast.
3: <laughs> well, since we're trying to bypass the Scottish Caper Crossing comment, um, yeah. how about you talk about your PhD a little bit? That was pretty interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah, God. mate, your PhD...
2: Uh, what read what it says where what was the just, phd oh, yes. just just remind, just remind me again which 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 phd you're talking about there lewis the uh, the um, the one that i did in uh, in, in advanced needlework or no, Mar- the Mar- one Mar- that was in the uh, in in, in po- postmodern uh, house paint uh, color and design hang on wait no, a minute Mar-
3: who sent me this bio
2: here then <laughs> dude, read it out uh, Mar- hey <laughs> he, read it out come on he, read he it out he is
3: winding you up i
2: don't know line, if I I want like watch i
1: apologize for this <laughs>
3: Oh, goodness.
1: What's the PhD, Mariah? Read it out. Um,
3: Whoever wrote this bio said that Robbie Anderton completed a PhD on how to stop bile farming of the koala bear on the French Island, Victoria, which I could not really find anything about. So I was like, I'm going to have to ask. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So that's not even. Oh, wow. Wow. Well played. Well played.
1: We don't take a lot seriously, right. more. It's okay. It's all, it's all good and fun, fun and games. Robbie takes it well. It's all good.
2: There, there, there is a French island in Victoria, and they do have koalas. But um, yeah, I certainly haven't done any intensive work on the uh, on bile
1: farming of koalas. Um, I do assume I they that, have bile.
2: I you know? didn't know that was
1: a thing, mate. Is that is that is that, is that new I thing? Don't, so, how how long did it take you to finish your PhD in that?
2: Oh it was a standard three year job lewis, so there was a there was there was um twelve months' work out in the field, you know collecting the bile samples from the koalas um the The, the main issue was a uh, high chlamydia problem out there with the koalas, so I had to you know they, they've got their own little koala SD STD clinic out there that I had to uh, you know that that was usually how I got most of the patients. so i'm just I'm a little bit worried that there's some data issues there between the bile problems of normal koalas and ones with STDs. This is going oh. with
1: most of our podcast guy at the
2: moment, I think.
3: <laughs> I don't even know where to go from there. <laughs> I literally have these tabs open on my computer with like random things about koalas and I'm just like, in case questions are... them out, deleting... let's go, let's hit it. No, no, I'm deleting those tabs right oh, now as we
2: speak. <laughs> come, come yeah, if, the, if there's... If there's anything else that's in the bio there, I'd, I'd treat it with extreme caution, particularly if there's any links there for you to click on. Yeah, I, w- <laughs> I wouldn't be clicking those links. I'd, I'd be more likely to click a link from so, a, a prince in Nigeria who uh, just needs 100 bucks to go and buy himself a sandwich than any link that Lewis sends you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll take the rest of this with caution then.
2: <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm much I'm a much more upstanding member of the community. I'm a, I'm as I'm as straight as a die. I'm as honest as the day is long,
1: you know? Lewis, he's a shift, shifty has. So, so Maroy, now all your now all your uh, your research is out the window, we've got nothing to talk about, I guess.
3: I, I know, I guess I'll just like <laughs> I'll move on a little bit and um I'll hand it over to you guys to kind of talk about so you have your own podcast and like how and why did you start it? But I asked before I asked that, what do your clients think? Like, obviously do some of them listen to your podcast? Do they know you have a podcast and what do they say when they come in and they actually meet you in person? Like, how does that first interaction go?
2: Robbie, mate, you're it. Take it, buddy. This, this is me. No problems. Um, so, uh, yeah, I've, so I guess I, uh, as far as the client thing, it's, um, I, I actually find it's really, it's a really good thing. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, it's, there's so many different ways of trying to get information these days, and you know, um, one thing that you learn with being a vet—no matter how much you try and talk to people in a consult—they really don't get a chance of taking all that much in because they're trying to hold on to the animal, they're trying to listen to what you're saying, they're trying to stop their kids from climbing out the window, all that sort of stuff. You know, get me out, out of the syringe drawer. So I, find, I sort of thought, well, how else can we try and get information across to clients, and also, you know, good information. Um, and so. You know, I, I do direct my clients to the podcast, particularly Lewis's behavior stuff. I don't know whether or not you've um, you know, listened to some of the, especially some of the episodes we've done recently about you know, mouthing in puppies and toilet training issues and things like that. I've been directing a lot of people to that sort of stuff because it's another good place where you can get information. So um, so And, yeah, the clients say that they think it's funny. I had someone tell me that they went on too long, and I said, thank you, that's fine. Um, uh, you know, thanks, Mum. I'll take knows. that on board. Thanks, yes, Mum. Yeah. I'll take I, that on board. Yeah, and did you, have you looked at our um at our iTunes ratings recently, mate? We got, we someone gave us four stars. Ooh, what? What's that for? Oh, I don't know. What, oh no, no, the do, rest of we, them are all no, five that, stars, Mario. I don't know what's going on. Oh, so
3: it was that's, a downgrade. That, oh my that,
1: goodness. It was. It's. I don't know what's happened there. Do we need to have a chat to someone and go around with the uh the the toe cutters or something? Do you reckon, mate? Anyone? Yeah, here knows? Oh, maybe. <laughs> just just a bit of renegotiation there, Lewis. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah do we, um, was there feedback? Was it? Was it? Like, is it straight feedback or just a four-star? Go on. Four-star, mic drop, see you later,
2: you know? Whoa, gee Do you know what? Anyway. They probably gave Hamish and Andy five stars, though. <laughs> Hamish <laughs> and Blandy. <laughs> Hamish and Blandy, Hamish and Andy anyway, are the number mate. one podcast in Australia, so yeah.
1: The, the thing I want to know, all right, and we're sort of hijacking your podcast here, but I, I actually don't know where the idea came behind of doing our podcast. It's all you, Robbie. You you approached me, all I know is you came to me and said, let's do a podcast, and I said, what's that? And you said, oh, yeah. it's where you record <laughs> things and, and everyone has a listen, but mate, you, fill us in, where. How did you approach me? Where this idea come from? We 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 known each other for a while, but it just just kind of happened, and we went and did it, and boom, here we are. Yeah, so it's an excellent
2: question, Lewis, and thank you very much for asking. Um, <laughs> um, so Dorothy um, Dixon, about, mate. Yeah. Um, so about five years ago, I I was um sitting down on the couch. It was late one night, and uh, I was thinking, oh, right, well, where what what am i going to do where am i heading in my in my life and career and that sort of stuff and so i sat down and wrote um wrote five things i wanted to do inside of the next 5 years um one was to move into the house we we're going to be in long term um one was to buy into tick. an owner practice at tick, tick you know um and and uh, another one was to uh to start a podcast because i listen to Lots and lots and lots of podcasts, like so I listened to a lot of um it was Kevin Smith podcast that really got me into you know uh listening to them all, and you know he often says you yeah, know everyone's got a story, you've just got to stand in front of a microphone and talk about it, and you know the fact that podcasting is a it's the wild west you know there's no gatekeeper, there's no one there that says that you what you can and can't talk about so um and I thought yeah, it would be pretty fun to do a to do a vet podcast, and as much as anything, the fact that you know if we do a podcast and we record it for our kids in the future, they get to look back at it. And so, and this is what I said to Lewis. So we, um, it was at a, a conference up in the gold coast, um, last year. Um, and I was, you know, so I'd known Lewis for a couple of years and I've been a little bit nervous. I've been thinking, oh, if Lewis is there, I'm going to talk to him about doing the podcast and it got, it got to the nervous, last day, you know, and I and on, walked into the X- toilet X- and I thought, yep.
1: take it there the Yeah. <laughs>
2: And I was, <laughs> and I thought, I, I can't talk to you about doing a podcast. Well, yeah, no, not this time, mate. Um, yeah, there's another story about that later on, right? Um, so uh, I, um, I, I said to, I thought, no, I'll wait until he comes out. And so I'd come out and I said, look, mate, you know, I've, I've got an idea. I've been wanting to talk to you about it all week. Um, I want to do a podcast and I think you'd be a great person to do it because, um, Lewis is really funny. He's, um, you know, uh, get along well with him but also the fact that he's got that um, that real behavior bent as well. And, you know, so much of what we deal with in small animal stuff is behavior-related. Um, and I thought it's going to be an absolute perfect mix to try and do it. Lewis said, yeah, it sounds great. Here's my card. Send me an email. And then we did nothing for about six months. Um, and then uh, had a, a, a mutual no, client. No, said, what no, I-
1: you, you lost my email, mate. You lost my email. Lost some business card. I did. Said. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. Yeah, but, but then I found it and then I still didn't email you. And I kept on thinking, <laughs> I, gotta, I think I've got to do it. I've got to do it. You know, so, so one of the things I, you know, sort of, you know, you, you've got to, sometimes, Mariah, if there's things that you've got to try to do, you've got to, you just got to do it. You know, like if you've got had stuff, oh, your lights, lights dimming down there.
3: Give me one second. I think I, I haven't moved enough in the last like 20 minutes. The lights turned off.
0: <laughs>
2: do, oh, do we need story. to call someone, Mariah? Just, just to let listeners know, given the, um, the visual, uh, non-visual medium of this, um, Mariah just had to jump up from her seat. She can't hear us now, so we can say we how much of pleasure <laughs> it is to actually be here on the podcast. Um, uh, sorry, yeah, uh, just well, letting everyone know that the lights were going off and we we're just getting ready to call, uh, call the emergency services. We we're worried <laughs> that I was going to see like a, a, a hand coming in from the side or something. Oh, uh, well, no, I think it's, the thing it's is-
3: this energy-saving kind of technology in the school that if there's not enough motion in the room, the lights turn off which is really oh, annoying I when actually, you're studying. I, I actually yeah, thought right. that,
1: that, that your story, Robbie, was maybe so boring that um, or I was just uh, just not off to sleep there and the lights are going off. That's what I thought were happening. Well, quite possibly, mate. That's that's why <laughs> that's why part one's done, part two. Yeah. Where's the list? What number are you up to on the list? For <laughs> list of five <laughs> things. Oh, yeah. Oh, we we only on got
2: up list? to three. I only got to three things. Those are the only three that are really, you know, that have happened anyway. So, but that's fine. There that were three but, things that are then but, kept me that busy. Aren't
1: so, they're, they're the only three that aren't R-rated. Is that it, mate? The other two are just, uh, not suitable for, for non, non for keeping R-rated. PG.
3: Podcast. Keeping
1: PG. Well, <laughs> well, 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 no, I mean, num- number four was, you
2: know, trying to train up to be a Vegas dancer, you know, so i got to, you yeah, Well, tick. You know, tick. So I've seen that. No, tick. so I'm still, I'm still, I'm still going to keep on working on that. You know, I'm, well, one thing at a time, Lewis. So I got the podcast I'm concentrating on at the moment, and then after that, Vegas Dancer, um, and uh, and 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 number five. Um, yeah, no, I haven't worked out what number five is yet. But uh, the first, the first four have kept me really busy. Anyway, well, was um, num- number
1: five had uh, learned to tap dance? Or oh, no, toss. learned to kybotos. <laughs> <laughs> F- finish my PhD on on, on koala bile.
2: <laughs> I've got the stack of papers here that are still waiting to get finished, yeah?
1: <laughs> all right, all right, mate. Let's get, get back to the pod story. So I came um, out of the toilet. We locked eyes. Know what happened?
2: Locked Yeah, well, you gave me a card and I stuck it straight in the back pocket and then forgot about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, and then we, and then we had a mutual client come in, Rye. That was um a, a a so Lewis used to work in a in a very very um uh uh, uh high um, highly affluent area, and um had a, a mutual client come in with a dog that was having a little bit of trouble going to the toilet. Um, and she said that oh my normal doctor, Doctor Lewis, and I've gone not Doctor Lewis Kirkham, and so I shot him through the email saying, oh hey mate, you know just saw this dog meant to get in contact with you six months ago let's do it now and then um we worked out a time we met up um down the road from home and uh just thought we were going to be talking about the uh you know are we going to do it do you think it'll be okay and lewis said yeah right let's record the first one and we got oh geez okay righty i guess let's go and do it and then we headed down to the local library they didn't have a room for us to do it at so we just did It out the front of the library, wind and all, with using Lewis's little, um, you know, the little headset microphone things that oh, Secretary's used.
3: Things? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Just yeah, that yeah. stuck
1: between us, just yelling at just each other was <laughs>
2: great. Huddled her <laughs> in huddled along in next to it, you know, getting up close and personal. And so that's that's how the podcast was born. So, you know, we've had uh, you know, one episode that didn't get recorded, and we've had you know, um, Oh, what are we up to now? We're up to twenty twenty eight. We've we've got in the can now. We've got yeah. we've got sponsors. We've got Patreon supporters. We've got um, yeah. You know, we, we just cracked um uh, five thousand downloads or yeah. So over that's a sort of
1: 000.
2: yeah yeah. So things and, are and things are ticking along.
1: We're right. being interviewed. We're being interviewed by uh, uh massive overseas uh based uh, podcasts uh absolutely. Life, it's all happening, mate.
3: All right, that's a lot of exciting. Like, and I'm really, I would really like to hear that very first podcast. Is that still available, or did you like remove that as soon as you got like better equipment?
2: Oh Oh, no, no. dude, it's still there. Yeah, Yeah. I know what I'm doing after my
3: practical today. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't our best
1: one, do you reckon, Robbie? Wasn't bad. We 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 were pretty
2: green, but all things considered, it was it wasn't too bad. You know the um and the the picture that we had on the um that was our you know, podcast picture for quite a while is the one that I actually took as a little selfie of the two of us there outside of the library. Yeah, you know, I, we did manage to get the um the, the the weird dude who was just standing by the side listening to the uh you know li- listening to us record. I didn't didn't manage to get him into the shot, Lewis, but
1: was it was good how he threw a bit of money into the hat on the ground. I thought that was great. That's it our first sponsor, I reckon. Well, it was pretty good yeah, yeah it was our first outside broadcast mate you know yeah but you can hear the birds in the background you can hear the the crocodile snapping can't you mate you can hear the the, the 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 cockatoos squawking uh you know you can hear the kangaroos just what was that nip, skip nip yeah oh there's a man yeah. man with a shotgun in the shed oh what's that yeah <laughs> sonny got his what stuck where So, it's an old old, old TV show that we
2: used to watch when we were kids called Skippy the Bush Kangaroo. You know, Skippy and his mate Sonny used to get into mad kept bush related adventures, Mariah. You know?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. One one to check out on YouTube, I reckon, when you got a lot of spare time.
3: (laughs) The fact that that is still like ingrained in your brain for how many years later?
2: (laughs) Oh, dude, I watched a lot of TV. A lot, way too much TV, you know?
3: That's probably also just a testament to the people who wrote the tune, just understanding the psychology of just how tunes get stuck in your head because they never leave, ever. Like the new, uh, oh, what's yeah. the, the Baby Shark tune now?
2: No, nah, <laughs> what's that? You're going to have
3: to... Yeah, anyway. I'm surprised your kids haven't exposed you to that yet. It's yeah. huge. No.
2: Not across R- the Baby Shark? No, no. Well, what, what are the... How, how's that getting the? How are the kids getting exposed to that, Mariah? You know, you got YouTube. to remember where, we're, you know, nigh on on oh, YouTube. It's all on the YouTube, is it?
3: All over YouTube. Yep. And On, you're on the Instagram YouTube. Instagram and Twitter. And oh my gosh, it's almost what? as. What?
1: What's that? Oh. Easter. <laughs> my. You got MySpace. We're on MySpace. Does anyone, everyone got that? We just um, got a new wall put up. It's beautiful.
3: I think MySpace. <laughs> I think that disappeared like a year before I was actually like able to use a computer. Um,
1: <laughs> what we we just employed a marketing guru who said that's where it's at. What's going on, Rob? Rob, you recommended them. What's going on, mate? MySpace. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. Where it's
2: at. Well, well, he he told me Lewis that if we set up the MySpace page, and that'd be a really good way for us to be able to sell our um the the compilation of our podcasts on the TDK
1: um uh, audio cassette. Yeah, and now he merch, said that. Mem- that's remember the merch we've got going the, the 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 poop bags with with our faces on them. That that they're <clears> going great guns. Yeah. The nice <laughs> <bags>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two
2: vets. Two two vets talk pets. Uh, commemorative poo bags. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, the
1: commemorative. I like that. Commemorative.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, like you're going to hold on to those ones after they've been used. <laughs>
2: oh, you're, you're going to well. hold on to them for long. <laughs> 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 they're they they they're doubly thick, but they're still biodegradable. So it's good for the environment. It's you're still not going to poke your fingers through. So that's a that's really important.
3: Those are yeah. You thought you about gotta, all you, the big qualities that people need in their poo bags.
2: Oh, dude, you got you got You got to, you got to listen to your customer base. That's a thing, isn't it, Lewis? You know, you got to, You got yeah. to be to, You got to listen to what people want. Otherwise, if you're not giving the customers what they want, they're going to go and get someone else's poo bags. Yeah, but that was I, the I, thing. We're, here's
3: the question then: Are they scented or unscented? Because people have very mixed opinions about that.
2: Well, look, they're all well, going to smell like poo at the end of it, so it doesn't really matter, <laughs> to be
3: honest. Yeah, yeah but sometimes I well, feel like it's, it's almost worse where they have the like floral scenting, and then it's just poo and like nasty floral scenting. I don't know. Well, actually, yeah. we,
1: me, and, me and Robbie we actually combine colognes, and so they're Eau de Rob Blue cologne smell until the poo Can you just goes in, and that? they smell like, yeah, maybe. No, he didn't. Possibly. He's been sitting on that for weeks.
2: <laughs> Quite literally, yeah, well, he's been sitting on it for weeks. That's the that's the, that's where the, that's where his part comes from. Mine are just you know, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is going entirely, mate.
3: What are we doing? <laughs> we just ruined my <laughs> serious a podcast, podcast. Ended about ended up about poo. Uh, but that's what I feel like <laughs> hey, most we're vets, days. We invent, man. In that's what That's what we do. <laughs> yeah. Like, what were we talking about? Any
2: orifice, great or small.
3: Yeah, because what were we talking about before this whole thing started? Oh, yeah, I was watching a video for a cattle rectal palpation practical I have after this. So, uh, yeah, poo. Everything is poo in veterinary medicine.
2: Everything's poo. Everything's poo. I'll give you I'll give you some uh, some some tips Mariah. I, I, you, you said you in um because uh, Lewis as he was uh, you know busily rushing home from work um uh, and we were talking about uh, that you'd done some AI work um on live cows anyway. So you've obviously already still you know punched the bum on other occasions. Um I don't know whether or not a vet that I worked with um back when I did large animals he um he used to tell me that um, particularly if you're preg testing and you're trying to get like really good um, sensation, um, uh, you know, to be able to sort of feel um, early pregnancies, which you guys don't have to worry about. It's all, probably all ultrasound. You probably don't have to worry about doing rectal. For the most part, you know, everything preg-
3: is ultrasound now. It's very lit, very wow. few is actual oh. like hands-on oh. in
1: there. Dude. You know, we, uh, well, when I started doing it, I remember we first thing we do in the morning during preg testing season be 500 cows we'd line up on the, on the rotary dairy and we pre-test 500 cows. And my boss used to say, there's nowhere nicer on a cold morning to put your hand. That's nice and warm. And I thought, that's a good point, but I don't necessarily agree. I
3: can, I can understand. Jacob Malmo. Yeah. I worked with, with an equine vet for seven months. And during the coldest parts of the year, I would be standing there freezing, handing him like different lavages and everything. And he would be like, I'd be like, I am absolutely freezing. He'd be like, no, I'm actually pretty good because half of me stays warm half the time. <laughs> and I'm like, that's a I did not need the rest of the day.
1: And the other thing that the, 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 the rectal exam gives you the cows that he taught me was it's good thinking time. Because you've yeah. got to hand up the bum, you know, the farmer, the, the they might want to chat to you, but often they don't want to chat to you. So you're just there in your own little thoughts going, mm, what am I having for dinner tonight? You know, <laughs> uh, w- which movie am I going to see? Uh, you know, what, 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 what's going on? Gives you plenty of thinking time. What's wrong with the cow, maybe? Great thinking time, Mariah.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's also just good thinking time when you have your uh, stethoscope on, you're just listening to the heart and the lungs, and then you're like, I'm just going to take an extra five minutes doing this so I can think about. What might actually be wrong with this animal?
1: Yeah, spot on. The thing that thing that owners also learned during that time, that's the perfect time to tell the vet something really, really important. As soon as those stethoscopes go in your ears, <laughs> bang, they're right into it. Having a, you know, telling you about what's actually going wrong with the dog. Yeah, he's, he's vomited 10 times. You're like, what? Sorry, what was that? Oh, 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 nothing. You just listen. You just keep on listening. That'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah
3: any other tricks uh, trips uh, tricks of the trade
1: there? Then, <laughs> Oh, Robbie's got lots of tricks of the trade, but that's number 4 on his list. <laughs> I thought
3: that was the easiest
1: answer. Oh, dude, you got to
2: make time. Got to make time, you know. There's, you know, um you you've got plenty of time to P's for degrees, you know, spend enough time studying, you know, learn the stuff, get yourself out and get competent. You're going to do the most of your learning when you're out on the job. You know, don't, um, you know, I think one of the, if I could go back and, and give myself a bit of advice of when I was a student is make sure you stop and smell the roses and don't put, don't put too much pressure on yourself as a student because, you know, it's, you um, you, you, you've got plenty of time of of having lots more responsibilities when you're grown up and graduated. Still, make sure you live your life and have fun when you're, uh, you know, when you're young enough to be able to, and you and when you're unburdened with other uh, other requirements of things to have to do.
3: Yeah, I think it was um, the same vet that I worked with in Kentucky. He was saying that, like. When you graduate, you have the necessary skills to survive, and then it's those first five years that you really kind of learn every, all the like tricks of the trade and how to really be your own veterinarian. But I, I mean, every vet that I've talked with, they say the same thing. They're like, take the time to actually enjoy vet school because there's no other time in your life that you will have that amount of time. I guess
1: that that is so true. I mean, when I when I was a vet school, I absolutely loved it. I loved my uh, how long was it four years Five. i can't even remember four four years it was it was amazing i really i you know i certainly studied when i need to but you know enjoying it having a good time going out with mates you know i met, I met my wife when i was at, at vet school so did robbie um and it's just all about you know enjoying enjoying your time and making sure you got a balance you know i remember lots of Lots of the, uh, my fellow um, colleagues in, in my year just really just studying all the time. And I was sort of like, really? You know, is, is, that, is that what you want to do? And, and I think then that carries on to when you're a vet, that you need to have a balance in your life. If you don't have some external stuff that, that you've, you've got to do, you don't have some outside interests, um, you can really become quite insular. It can really, really sort of affect your mental health and, and well-being, which is a massive thing in vet science these days.
3: Yeah, taking the time now to practice that work-life balance so that when you're out in clinics or actually out in practice, you have some, a little bit, of, you've kind of trained yourself um, to be able to deal with the stresses of being in real life.
1: Yeah, spot on. I mean, you know, not not taking things too seriously, not being too harsh on yourself. You, you're going to have good days, you're going to have bad days, but just realizing that, that everything's a bit of a learning experience, I suppose, when you're starting out and trying to take it on As in a learning experience, so if something does go wrong, sort of going, well, you know, obviously you feel terrible about it at the time, but then over time just realizing, all right, what could perhaps, you know, I do differently next time or how could I change something Um, and and just not being too hard on yourself because we all, we all you know, have have good days and bad days.
3: So I think turning things, again, back to your own podcast, um, so you have, have you really come up with any other, let me rephrase that question. (laughs) as i try to mill out what's going on in my brain um so when you open up instagram and everything you have the picture of the two vets talk pets uh podcast you said that picture was the one you took on your first um episode first episode yeah yeah. and what's made you kind of keep that picture or what does that picture then represent to you (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> not not much
1: for much longer. Yeah, uh, just pure pure
2: laziness.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: and and lack of funds to do a better picture, isn't it, Robbie? <laughs> yeah, 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 and
2: and a, and a lack of stylistic um you know experience to be able to uh, come up with anything better. It's more of like a alright, well here's a picture that'll do. You know, let's move on from there. You know, <laughs> I think I think we, yeah, we we even paid someone five bucks to put the um the uh the, the words around it too, just to make it look. A little bit better because you know by the time we're by the time you're flat out with you know, with work and kids and all that sort of stuff I was like oh crap, we need a picture all right we'll bang that one on there and that'll that'll get the job done so um but we've uh, you know I, mean, I guess we, what what does it represent it makes us remember where we've come from you know like and that's the the thing of um you know we started it back in April so if we're sort of twenty nine episodes in the can you know where um it's it's over a half a year we've been doing it, and um I know a lot of the I sort of feel like we're hitting our straps now with it, you know, as far as we've, um, like the first bit of time, you know, a lot of the times Lewis and I, we sort of trip over each other as far as, you know, who's going to talk when and, and, and what, you know, and, and that's just part of the learning experience. Yeah. You know, what do they say? You know, it's a 10,000 hours. You've got to be, you got to do something before you can say that you're actually really good at it, you know? So, um, and so far, we've done thirty. So you know, we're, we're, we're kind of just bumbling through. The, the most important thing for for me with doing the podcast is fun, too. You know, like it's um, it, it it reminds me of that. It's um, as much as what it's an important job that we're doing for the people that we're trying to help. You just got to have fun in life, you know. Because if you're not having fun, then gee whiz, life is a life's a drag, man. Yeah, you know? it really is. Yeah, exactly, I can definitely
3: hear that. The like, you guys honestly work together so well on the podcast. Like, the first one I listened to, I was like, these guys are awesome and I need to have them on my podcast. But just the kind of like, um, the fun and the energy that you exude, it, it seriously comes across in your podcasts.
1: Oh, it's all Robbie. It's all Robbie. It comes across. He's, he's like a big, kid oh, buddy, Lewis, I you, Lewis,
2: Lewis, you're too much, mate. You're too much, but keep on going. It's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No uh he's, it's just it is all about fun like for me i exactly like robbie i i love doing it when we sit down and we press record it's like it's just just a highlight of my my well my week or even you know, we record every couple of weeks. It's just just fantastic. It's just so much fun. It's to me a new lease of life on um on being a vet. You know, it, it makes me research topics a little bit like like koala bear bile farming. I, I I researched that and, and, and got into a bit like yourself, Mariah. I didn't find a lot, um, but it's just just about having fun <laughs> ha-
2: having it's fun with the PhD it and... is still sitting here, mate. I haven't published it yet. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's
3: why. That's why the research. Isn't out
1: there <laughs> yet. But but Robbie is like a big kid. He's just uh you know, and I think that's what keeps him going as well. Like if I did it with anyone else, I reckon, you know, would just sort of whittle down over time. But Robbie just you turn him on, he doesn't turn off, he just keeps going and going and going. He's a busy, busy man, he runs a practice, he's got family but um, but we, we still find the time and, and we still just have a really good laugh and, and see where each, each episode leads us so we don't we don't necessarily have a sort of real script to it do we we sort of have a little bit of a running sheet and maybe a couple of things we want to talk about but usually we either go over time or we, we run out of time yeah. or, or, or who knows what and um, we, we're learning we try and keep it within the hour but um, it's just just fun and, and and I think that's that's a big part of it we we want it to be fun for the listeners we want it to be fun for ourselves or it's just no point doing it
3: well i think because we are starting to run short of time here unfortunately i will again turn things (laughs) over to you um i've honestly i have had so much fun talking with you guys today but i want to open the floor to you where can people find your podcast find you on instagram like what do they have to look forward to
1: well obviously where uh two vets talk pets is the name of our podcast uh it's on it's on iTunes it's on stitcher it's on anywhere you can get your podcast your free free download your podcast uh we're also on insta face insta book no what one face Instagram on a sec.
3: and facebook
1: <laughs> yeah. thank you
3: so thank the you,
2: lights uh, have gone out for you again Mariah i'm waiting for yeah, the hand to come in again it's, it's yeah right. yeah
1: <laughs> we'll
2: you gotta start time. doing some some star jumps or something man do some cardio that'll get the lights on again
1: so yeah, obviously we're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, Two Vets Talk Pets. Uh, people can email us uh, if they've got any questions. Two Vets Talk Pets at gmail.com. Um, it is not the 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 spelt two, so T W O, not the number two. If you're looking at all, but come and have a listen. Hit us up. Um, uh, we love listening to your podcast as well. Um, uh, that vet life's fantastic. Um, so, but thanks thanks for having us in today. Absolutely. it's been a blast, Mariah. Thanks
2: a lot. You're doing a great job too. And uh and as much as anything this is a great way for you to remember the journey that you've gone through as well, but you know, like I say, just make sure you you stop and smell the roses a little bit and, you know, it's uh it's it's the most and and make sure yeah, you keep talking to your to your friends to about making sure they're doing it too. It's really really important.
3: Oh, well, and make sure you.
1: you make that list. List with five things on it, and one of them was uh, talk to two vets, Please talk answer. pets.
3: Yep, cross that one off <laughs> the list. There, ding, tick. <laughs> well, thank you again, you guys, for coming and chatting on the podcast. And if you're listening, definitely go and check out Two Vets Talk Pets. You can find them on almost any major platform. Correct. Oh yeah. Correct. All right. So, sometimes okay. you can find
2: us on. A, sometimes you even find us on a train platform.
3: Okay, that sounds like a good platform to find you guys on.
2: <laughs> oh, or the or the back of the Rosetta Stone, apparently.
3: Oh really? <laughs> oh really?
2: Yeah oh yeah. That's a oh, new yeah. one. Nice one. I thought you were gonna come at me with plat with a platform shoes thing, Lewis. <laughs> oh, number seven, mate. The uh, tap down. <laughs> number, number seven back. yes. Uh, that
3: <laughs> number eight's throwing.
2: walking n- number eight's walking with heels. I gotta try and work on the calves though. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's a lot easier than uh. you think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know Lewis, keep, Lewis keeps telling me that But I just, I just don't believe him I just
1: got to keep on I just got to keep practicing to, to, uh, Totally agree mate that, 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 that told me you met me in the toilet Dressed as a smurf Well the next time I was a French maid So let's go with that eh?
3: <laughs> Well before this podcast goes somewhere really strange um, I'm going to invite you guys To continue to follow that vet life on Instagram And you can follow the podcast On any major platform Where podcasts can be found all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter,